Hello and welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. G'day, I'm Trent. Great to have your company today for another Lego Masters special episode. Joining me today in the Toy Power studio, we've got Frank. Well, hoi hoi. Ben. G'day, g'day. And Darren. Hello, everyone. And Lego Masters has swept across Australia. I think everyone's getting hitting fever pitch. And what better way to start hitting the craziness and fun fandom factor of Lego Masters than to bring the Star Wars universe into Lego Masters? And as I've what always, a surprise! Yeah, what well, a surprise! Well, yeah. see, it's interesting because they did that on the US version, and I uh, and I think we spoke during the week with Trent, and and the the. The conversation was something along the lines of, um, I didn't think we'd get to do a licensed product on Lego Master because it's, it's, you know, quote unquote, the Australian version. Uh, the US, of course, you know, they probably borrowed those guys from Universal Studios or whatever. But um, yeah, so to see that, uh, to see that, and that was promoted very early on uh, with Lego Masters Australia. So not a total surprise, but still a big wow factor, I think. Yeah. Definitely. I think it was, it was, I was genuinely blown away <laughs> by the fact. Yeah, I mean, you can see it on screen, right? Like, <laughs> you, you were giddy with excitement, man. Like, and good on you. Good on you for not holding back. Good on you for not, like, you know, calming down cool. your emotions because that just meant the camera was in your face so much more. And every person that hides those emotions wanted to be you expressing them, you know, on, yeah, the, exactly. on the set. You know, they, it, Hamish and, uh, Brickman was saying, you know, everyone wants to be you right now, uh, doing that build and you know just enjoying yourself, geek, fan geeking out, and you just emoted that so damn well. So yeah. well done. It, it was it made such good television. It was actually my favourite episode of either seasons one or two put together. Sensational, and you made it. Uh, you're a big chunk of what made it what it was. Yes, it was Star Wars, and we all love Star Wars, but to actually have someone who in there that appreciates it, that that we can certainly everyone on our show can relate to really really made it um what it is you know um it it could have really gone flat if it had been a bunch of people who didn't care about souls yeah. and, and oh. you you had your cred sorry just one last thing before i throw it back to you but and you, you you held it up as well as your actual excitement when hamish starts busting out the quiz questions you, you you held up your end of the bargain and did i was when he started busting out the quiz i was like oh here we go this could go this could go either way and you were just like yep yep give me those minifigures hamish you got nothing on me mate so well done <laughs> i think i ended up with nine minifigs so i did, I did pretty well, <laughs> well that, uh, yeah. that competition yeah. but he and, still and I, probably took home 19 yeah. <laughs> just that day tingled and jangled all the way out of that brick pit but it was hilarious to see some of those little scenes that i had no idea were going on like him trying to distract the stormtrooper while he was pocketing minifigs it was yeah, just yeah. Uh, super fun yeah, yeah. um but yeah look i had a few comments after that episode aired saying from people just saying that is how i would have reacted if i was on yeah. the show like you embodied that fandom and that excitement and i think a lot of people resonate, it resonated with them, which was cool because I thought there might be a section and maybe there is that were like, oh man, this guy's just like a freak because he's just, you know, so excited about this thing. But overwhelmingly what I saw became, was positive. Yeah, mm, absolutely. I think you became the every, every man for the geek right across the nation. And I, and I think that's, a, and I'll say that in a really positive way as a geek because it was so relatable. 
yeah, you might think, gee, I wish I was in Trent's shoes, but it was was not an envy or a jealousy in an ugly way. It was an appreciation of the fact he's kind of representing us. He's yeah. he's mm. he's reacting how we would feel. And I think I think it was is because it was genuine. We knew it wasn't scripted or anything like that. You had no idea, obviously, that this was coming. And I think I sort of put myself in your shoes and just went. Do you know what? If that was, if I was in the same situation, and they're like, "You get to play with uh, every Ninja Turtles figure you've ever wanted," that's how I would react, right? Yeah. And it was so wonderful to see your just really genuine reaction to that. I think even the official Lego Masters Twitter, like minutes after that had aired on the Eastern Seaboard, they were something like, "Oh, how about that second brick pit?" Dot dot dot, and just a gif of you jumping up and down and, and squealing <laughs> on loop. So it was wonderful to see. How I've got to ask uh, Trent. How um, knowledgeable is Josh towards Star Wars? Not very knowledgeable. Yeah. I mean, he knows it. He's seen it when he was younger. Probably hasn't watched it in ten years. Um, but what was really cool? The Brick Pit. You know, they showed all those models. And so, what Josh is very clever. You know, whilst he might have not had immediate reference material in his head, he went into that Brick Pit and looked at the models and used that to influence yes. his build of the wings. And he built. I don't know how clear it is in, in the shots, but he actually built a stand, like a black stand that the vehicle, the, the sort of heavy assault starship went into. And it was like identical to the official Lego stands that those sets had. Like he just pulled out this brilliant looking sleek black thing that had all the Technic pins that joined our model to it. So credit to him, although he might've not had it all in his head, he knew how to incorporate it into the build, which was first class. So well, I think we worked really well on that build together. No, and I, I love the guns. You know, the engine turbines building up to that ray gun, uh, yeah. the long, you know, stem of it and stuff. That was the barrel and that. That was awesome. So very well done. I, I think, personally, I think you're a bit harshly judged. And I think Brickman had it in his sights from, you know, very early on that you're incorporating too many ships into one vehicle. And like he, Brickman had it in his head. You've been given Luke. Therefore you have to stay true to original trilogy. Therefore the, the ship needs to be very pieced together. Yeah. Right? Ragtag. So if, yeah. if you got Ray, for instance, he might've been a bit more generous towards you having a bit more money to splash around on the ship, incorporating more functions and features uh you know so i i sort of think and even maybe you know um obi-wan pre you know prequel series obi-wan type thing well see that's back, when, point. Uh, back when the good guys were the ruling class exactly yes. i think yes. some of us were chatting on the night and the the comment whilst you know, Brickman's comments are you know warranted in that that was kind of the brief they specified at the start you you could there could be a case where you could turn around and go well, this ship is from the prequel trilogy where they had all the slight, the shiny, slick-looking vehicles because, to Darren's point, they were the ruling class. They had the coin um, before they, you know, became the Empire kind of thing. So, um, but I, I also understand that, you know, this is the guy who is now potentially going to be judging you uh, in, in, the, in the finale or finals week at the very least. So you don't want to sort of be pushing back on him too much and just go, oh, actually, I'm going to counter your point. Ha, ha, ha. So, yeah, look, it's a valid point. Point. Hmm. And and there's counters to the argument. I mean, and and at one point, um, you know, if you look at the Republic gunships that have that multi-layer thing, sort of turret where the cockpits are, it had that flavour. And then, but if you buy into that, is it a rebel vehicle or is it an imperial vehicle? Is that something that then 
is yeah, the Republic cool. turns into the Empire. So it can get a bit confusing. So look, I think there's, there's points that you can argue, but his point was valid. The, the issue we had when you're in the brick pit, like for example, you imagine building a snow speeder at minifig scale. I mean, and in two hours, you'd be done. Hmm. Now, the other thing is they've got the largest scale model. So they had a bigger snow speeder that was probably about a foot long. So very early on, we had the choice of maybe going, let's do a snow speeder-like vehicle that has one function, but do it in a big scale, or let's do it in minifigure scale and try to make the ship bigger. And that's, that was really the genesis yeah. of why we chose a yeah. bigger ship was because yeah. the 12-hour build or a 10-hour build, like we didn't want to just have this tiny little Starfighter yeah. that was yeah. as big as a, a snow speeder. So we, we kind of maybe snookered ourselves a little bit with that decision. And maybe well, in I hindsight we should have just done a big one single kind of purpose vehicle. Mm. I think if you went that avenue and I see where you're going with that, and that would have been very, very creative, but you have been given a minifigure, right? A part yeah. of the spec you had been given a minifigure. If, if then Brickman tried to put that in the cockpit and there's already a, a um, MOC, you know, created man inside, you know, depicting Luke, he'd be like, well, there you go. Sorry, scales are wrong. You know, it could have gone that route. I don't yep. know. I can't get into Brickman's head, but it could have gone that down that avenue when, you know, I've, I wanted a mini fig scale. You've given me it over, you know, over, oversized, so to speak. Yeah, no, exactly. Look, and I think that's the really interesting thing on this is there's so many factors at play when you're yep. designing yep. your build yep. that really that whole incorporating too many elements was not even on my radar mm. so just nothing you know it's just something that was so far removed from sort of my thought process and, and and look and and visually you know i mean to me it wasn't the winning build on the night you know it was i, I was proud to put it up and i was proud to say here's a star wars build and i haven't embarrassed myself it's something that works but genuinely i don't think it was the winning build on the no, night fair enough. I'm, yeah. I'm happy yeah. with that yeah, well, that's what, that's what I was going to ask people. And I know, Trent, you may have a different opinion to the rest of us because you've obviously saw these a while ago. But what did we think of the um, the, the winner or the judging? Do we think Brickman got this right in a sentence? Did Brickman get it right? Or do you have a different opinion, Ben? Uh, I liked, I really liked Jason and Alex's build. Like, but yeah. but to the point, like I loved Jackson and Alex's build for over all the others, they had that beautifully finished platform, right? And it went the whole circumference of the ship. They had the little um, starship troopers, sorry, um, stormtroopers storm uh, running out and looking cool. And, you know, the, the bit where one of them's getting choke hold and stuff. I just love that little capture of the um, motion picture type thing. And, uh, but I do agree with the landing gear and the, bu the bum of the ship was just sitting on the ground. I did, yeah. you know, that is a big um, sort of, I don't like that uh, bit, but I, for finishing aspects, I thought that was fantastic. Uh, but I have to agree, Damien and Andrew, they made their ship that you could probably put it in a box and buy, you know, take away the, the uh, repulsion jets and things that were lifting it up off the ground and stuff that was all moc added afterwards but i understand why that one you know to a certain extent and uh and the fact that it was multi-level and play feature and i think the deeper you got into that ship the more that excited Brickman. so yeah. um but overall i just have to shout out i love the fact that this was not a um 
you know, a go home and elimination, uh, an elimination, uh, you know, episode. And plus, everyone just look like they're having the best fun ever. Like, you know, yeah. uh, J- J- Jackson and Alex were doing the Chewbacca thing. You jumped <laughs> in and uh, showed your Chewbacca thing. You had the um, the quiz. You had Hamish. You know, you had the stormtroopers there in yeah. costume running around, like you know, scaring people almost. You know, because they were so sneaky. And it just looks like it. It was just epic. It was just one of those. Um, no one's going home. We've got a chance to win something that will, you know, propulse us, uh, you know, help us in the long run. But we're not going home. Let's just have a lot of fun with this and, um, you know, make our brick builds better, so to speak. You know, yeah, train ourselves, so to speak. Darren, what did you... I thought everyone did a fantastic job. Every one of them looked like they could fit in the films, which was the very much the brief. Um, If I had to pick a favourite, I would probably go the way Brick men went i do think they had the hardest task of all going with the neutral or the gray and i agree with what everyone said that that does look like a kit that you would see in store and 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 potentially buy so and but that takes nothing away from the good work trent did and i do agree he was robbed because there is um there is an interpretation that that could go either way but what a fun episode and as you said not an elimination episode so something that everyone could enjoy. And Trent, you were the star of the episode. You may not oh, have been sure. singled out yeah. as number one, but you were the star. So in many ways, you won anyway. I felt, <laughs> well, I felt, I think I said it, I think it got captured at the end when Hamish said, you know, sorry, he didn't win. I said, well, I'm a winner because I got to build today and this star was brilliant. Yeah. So yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that, was my, that was my mindset. I'd already won. Um, and, and like you said, I think the perfect, if this had been an elimination, the episode would have been not as because no. yeah. people would have been stressed Agreed. and panicking and, and we wouldn't have had the fun games and gags so lo- loved it loved it had so much fun on this I, I had a bit in there it's been cut but they basically said you know how are you feeling today and i go it's the best day of my life and then i'm like oh hang on no no actually wait uh, wedding day i think it goes something like this trent it goes um both of you two children Wedding day, um, the creation of toy power, um, <laughs> graduation from university, then yeah. Lego Masters Star Wars. That's, it. That, that's the correct sequencing. Of, I think that's of right. Highlights of your yeah. life. I, I was kind of glad that got cut. So I didn't the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let, let, let's you might have been, been sleeping in the toy room. <laughs> um, just right, quickly, we um, move on to the yeah. second episode, which was yes. obviously the underwater one. Uh, that. And, and you guys um, sort of predicted that this was going to be a uh, build factor eventually. What, 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 okay, so this is the joke. Like, yeah. we, we kept, they kept throwing things at us. So hanging brick, building upside down, um, you know, the above and below, all these sort of things. And at one point, I think it was Andrew, we were in the bus driving home one day, and he goes, what are they going to get us to do next? Build underwater? And that became the running joke of the most complex thing they could make us do. Now, thankfully, we weren't physically building whilst underwater. Oh, that would have been yeah, too difficult. That, you know, that was snorkels kind of, and... It wouldn't make good TV, would it? And, <laughs> yeah. Leave that to Hamish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, and I, I think, uh, and, and there was a bit of an issue there at the start where it's like two people are building clams, two people are building octopuses, two people are going to build stealing treasure, you know? And it's like that confrontation, well, how far, how deep are you into this build? How how much do you want to have this, this build? And there was a bit of probably an hour or so wasted at the start from what, from, you know, me watching on the couch anyway, that it looked like, 
there was everyone was changing their ideas for the builds and things like that that um going around the room and things like and that and we called it out last episode on this uh, yeah. special lego you thing i did. hope no one i hope everyone doesn't just there's four teams Build of building the same lego, thing. Um, yep. octopuses so yeah, yeah. Despite it being underwater, there was that's kind of, that might sound like a, a huge scope, but people are naturally going to go towards what looks impressive and what does look impressive. A giant sea monster, right? So, um, so shout out to then Jackson and Alex for their totally off the wall bonkers idea that should not have worked half as well as it did, um, which I, I think you know was outstanding to them. Did they win that? challenge if I, well there was no real winner well, okay so this is there. yeah you I guys mean, won trenton te- te- technically that yeah. counts as a win for us because we got called up first and we didn't know it at the time but yeah. it got confirmed later officially okay that, that well, well done. Oh, you go, again look at him oh he's unstoppable <laughs> um but Cra- yeah crab lantis was fantastic brickman had his reservations about that as a build but they they got it in the end and that mm. chariot they had meeting the, the James Cameron scuba yeah. underwater thing was really <laughs> clever. They're, they're, they're really clever guys. And they had so much fun with that, singing their little crustaceous song <laughs> and all, all that sort of thing. But we were, it came out okay in the end because, I mean, scuba diver, they were going to do the scuba diver. We were going to do an octopus. And I think it kind of fell out that, that they saw that we'd invested a lot of time into our scuba diver. That we you had you already had the head. Yeah, we but, had, you know, yeah. I, I, it's hard to judge where we are in time yeah, because yeah. there's a bit of magic in photography on yeah. that show. But you already had the head built essentially, yeah. and and you were ready to go from there. Whereas they Correct. pretty yeah. much just had the idea sketching. still. And um, yeah, so. But don't talk about the mouth. Don't talk about the mouth on that bloody diver. <laughs> we're not allowed to mention that. Now, how much of that was was TV magic? Was it literally the last few seconds where you? Yeah. Were, Really, and then it, it ended was, up being yeah, about it what it was originally. Like, well, yeah, we had this we had this plan. I mean, we were trialing mouths for half an hour, <laughs> literally. I mean, that was the job of trying to get that mouth right. Half an hour, and and literally, I mean, I reckon even Josh put it on just a fraction of a second after <laughs> like, the time was out. But we we always had that default. If we couldn't find one we liked, we we're going to go back to the the O yeah, sort cool. of mouth. Yeah. Yep. Um, but we, we were trying everything we could come up with. And Brickman actually said it afterwards. I don't know if it quite made the cut, but he said there was something about the fact when you take a face and you put it upside down, the brain naturally tries to kind of correct it. And he was, mm-hmm. he was explaining that that made doing the mouth a lot more difficult, the fact that it was upside down. Yep. Right. So, yeah, yeah. You know, look. So you needed to, you needed a sad mouth in order to then transform into a happy mouth, so to speak. But potentially, yeah, mm, maybe yeah, the, yeah. the the way the brain was interpreting. But he just said it was it was a hard thing to do. That makes sense. And yeah. we were playing around with a very small space. Yes. So like you know, I was, yeah. we were trying you know, hot dogs and great pieces and everything you could imagine, but you literally had two studs. Was, was sort of the size of the mouth yeah. or four studs. Yeah. That was about it. So, yeah, really, really tricky. I was happy with the... He, he, Brickman sort of wanted a... Not, not sort of the hapless diver, but in like my he mind, it was, he was going for this pearl and then this monster's come. You know, he's not a fighter. Surprise. Yeah. He, he's, a, he's a treasure hunter. You know, yeah. he, he's gone, oh, holy crap. You know, I've, <laughs> I've been attacked by this thing. And he's got that expression. Yeah. Um, but 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 I, I see what Brickman was going for. We tried it, couldn't pull it off. And in my opinion, 
wasn't a big deal. And, mm, and I think I agree. luckily it didn't end up being a massive deal in, yeah. the, in the final wash-up. Yeah. yeah. Now, one question I have to ask is because it didn't, wasn't really clarified on the episode, but were you told, right, they're the two pins that have to go onto the framework for the, the, chains, um, the, yeah. the chains. Make yeah. sure you leave them free. Correct. Whatever you do, you can build anything around that. Make sure those two holes are accessible in the final cut because we will, we will need to yeah. use them because when, when the um, Jackson and uh, Alex are putting all that vine leaves and things, uh, it looks like Josh is building his technique right, you know, three millimeters away from that damn hole where the hole would be. And it was hard for the viewer mm. to work out where that hole was because they put the, they took the pins out. It was, they, yep. they put the pins back in when they had the chains there. But for us, on the sitting on the couch, it was just a, uh, we couldn't see what you're yeah. seeing. Yeah, we were waiting for Brickman to come up and go, guys, you know, that's where the chain connects, yeah. like to lower it in. But obviously you guys were, were sort of told that ahead of time. So we have to wonder with what happened then with your giant squid, how it detached from its base, which I think is arguably a, a, a component <laughs> of what got you over the line yep. for the win. Correct. Um, was that then sort of, because I reckon the pin, to me, it was would have slid, continued to slide up that curvature, would it have not? And then potentially it, been it, right it up in the not, middle. It hit the, it pin. hit the pin, right? Yeah, yeah. That, that that's right. I'm not quite. I, I never saw behind it to right. kind of work out what had happened. But you're right. We basically had a technic ring Claw, around yeah. the the the, the um, pipe, the tubing, and essentially that the studs ripped off the base plate, and that that technic kind of held it. Yep. So, yeah, whether it just couldn't go up anymore because of that that pin. Because you're right, it kind of theoretically should have just slid slid all the way up. So, yeah. look, we were, we were lucky. Um, but like I said, you've got to take luck, right? Yeah, Brickman even says that. And make your own. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. as Brickman said. Yep. Oh, yep. Excellent. And so, uh, so finals week. So, that's, there's two episodes remaining. Is that correct? Correct. Two episodes to go. Yep. Um, I don't know if they've really showcased a lot about no. what the, the penultimate no. one is. The only uh, one we've seen so far, I think, is there's a, a full-size uh, motorbike, like a Harley-Davidson, <laughs> that Hamish, I'm assuming it's a part of the show, knocks it over. And from what I can tell, and again, we don't expect you to speak to this, Trent, there's something inside of that bike because you see everybody rushing towards the the, the, the shattered pieces. So there's something like you guys pinata. are... Yeah, exactly. So and I, it may be, uh, here's an hour's advantage or whatever that whatever the case is so uh, but as for their bills themselves you're right they've kept that if one you, pretty close if to you the can chest. find the geordie brick in there uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah maybe yeah. the golden brick but yeah obviously two two episodes to go sunday night will be a longer episode and then the monday night uh will be the finale finals yep. so um it's, it's i mean it's gone yeah, four weeks and it's it's done and dusted but yeah i'm i'm Super excited to see what happens in finals week. And, and I think hopefully if people have tuned in and they've watched things like the Star Wars episode and the underwater one, the hanging brick, they'll be riveted to kind of find out what happens on Sunday and Monday nights. I, I, and I think it'll, it'll, it'll be well worth, you know, the, the you know, concluding and seeing what happens in, in my opinion. So I hope, hope everyone kind of, yeah, because to me, the Star Wars might have You have, to, you have to build peaked. upside down on a hanging brick <laughs> underwater. Standing like, on one leg. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> While we're using the force. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it has to be the tallest structure. Yeah. Uh, so. And then they'll shake it. 
Yes, yes. <laughs> so all the challenges yeah. at the same time. Oh, they're, they're, and tidal waves come through, so it's a, it's a force thing. Um, got a shout out uh, in wrapping up this episode. Got a shout out. We've got using a cover art picture for this episode from Concrete Bricks, uh, yes. one of our Patreons, Joe Hayes. He's um, yeah allowed us to use uh, the picture of his uh, snow uh, sand trooper walking along the desert, which I thought was a appropriate so massive shout out to him if you want to follow him uh concrete brits spelt with a k on instagram and uh, joe hayes photography on all other social medias yeah he's a, he does photography in his spare time he's very accomplished so i think you know he does um freelance work as well um but yeah definitely check out concrete bricks on instagram he's one of the i was following well following him before he was a patreon like his work yes. is is outstanding so yeah yes. thanks very much joe for letting us use that image all right. Well, we're going to catch up again next week. Next time we do this, it'll all be over and we can uh, recap on the season as a whole. But thanks, everyone, for tuning into this fourth special episode of Lego Masters. And we hope to see you around the Lego aisles at the toy store. <laughs> I wanted to say very quickly, one want to wish you the very best of success, Trent, next week in finals week. Hope it goes well for you and Josh. And until next time, everyone, good journey. You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast at Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram or have your say and email us toypowerpodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher and please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome. We are a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. Check out all the awesome shows on this awesome network full of okay people. Want to learn more? Go to giantsizeteamup.com where you can find us and a whole lot more awesome shows. Well, they're not more awesome than us, but yeah.